What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. How was that B. Arthur documentary you were talking about, Joe? <laughs> Look, man, my brain is a little bit fucking slow this morning, okay? B. Arthur. B. It was I, I was, what I was saying is. B. Who? No, B. B. Level actors. Like, B. Oh. What do they call those? They're just B. Actors. Like a. Yeah, that's it, right? Is that it? They're B- just. B. List. List. It's B. List. Right. So, like. I re- I watched a documentary not on B Arthur but on B list celebrities. Okay, actually, it's probably pretty interesting. And it was, cow- it was specifically like B list cowboy celebrities, and it was pretty interesting because they spent about a half hour on Andy Devine, and like they were reading like excerpts from like newspapers and things like that of the era. He never claimed Kingman as his hometown. Oh god, he, he always claimed Flagstaff, which is if I remember correctly, that's where he was born. And then moved to moved to Kingman when he was a kid, and then they parents ran the Beale Hotel or whatever, and uh, yeah, like that's one thing I just have never understood about Kingman, Arizona. They named a whole fucking street like how, six how miles. How old was of a he street. when he got here? Like three or four. Like he was okay. young. I know that. I know he was young when he got here, but like he never claimed Kingman as his hometown. Like he never talked about it, never did anything. But they venerate him with this street. They had this festival, which was the reason we're talking about this, folks, because Paul brought up. Uh, thing like this this fall things that are canceled. One of the things is the Andy Divine days, and, and the Air they, Fest. And now the Air you, Fest. You people probably know this because it's we made a. What do you mean, you people? Post on it a while back, but it, you know everything. And I, I was gonna also. Sometimes we sometimes we hesitate, and we're gonna hit the button and start talking about certain stuff or not. Yeah, I'm a little bit hesitant of this, but but for me personally, some people are gonna hate this. I I am okay with a lot of shit getting canceled. Now I don't like the businesses that are having troubles. Yeah, that aspect of it is something you can't you can't deny, and it's right. It, but I'm like, God, it, it gets for me personally. I can kind of get a break. Yeah, it's kind of it, it kind of <laughs> is relaxing. It's like, oh God, <laughs> it's and it's not like like people have to understand we're not laughing at the fact that businesses are no. closing their doors and struggling and 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 things like that. Absolutely not. It's kind of like. No, oh, this is a nice break. It's like a lot of people don't understand. If you, if you live, still have a job and you're doing okay, yeah, it might be a nice break. But people that are yeah, not. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't, and yeah. that's not, it's not a nice break. But I think a lot of people, can, especially in the people that live in small towns, which there's probably you know uh, a, a handful of people that listen to this podcast that understand what we're talking about because they mostly live in small towns. Like the Strawberry Festival in Troy, Ohio is huge. It's huge. It started when I was a kid. I assume that's canceled. Oh yeah, they yeah they when they when were, was it? Yeah, first full weekend in June. Oh yeah, so like was June, canceled. Yeah, had was to be. Canceled. I'm sure it was. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's so strawberries are a big thing in Troy. You have Fulton strawberries, which tastes like candy. They're the best fucking strawberries on earth. Good luck finding them because they don't exist outside of like a 50 mile radius. But they have this strawberry festival. It's been going on for like 40 years. When I was a kid, 20 25 years ago, that that festival was a big a big deal. But everybody in town kind of hated it yeah. especially the people in the neighborhood that i lived in because there was staging area those cross streets like side streets were this were there were staging areas well was staging area for parades so you right. weren't allowed to park on the street and they would tow people's cars and shit right. wouldn't like knock on the door and go hey move your car no there's how, how long did the festival last does it last? Friday, uh, thursday through sunday so it's I mean, yeah. and they got to prep for it so it's and it's it's kind of a it kind of shuts everything else everything else is associated with that right. festival. But that was when you had like an extra and eh, twenty thirty thousand people show up in town. And it was really more like a local gathering. 
But did you last like it? year's offense? Uh, I mean, I did. I, I I was you know in junior high and high school. We marched in the parade and mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in everybody in was band. doing something. And with everybody it. was doing something involved with it. Mm-hmm. But um, now it's uh, well, 2019. The 2019 Strawberry Festival was like 150,000 people descended on a town the size of Kingman, like 30, 35 wow. people, 30, 30 35,000 people. Yeah. So people just leave town, which is why I understand the people that live in Bullhead and Laughlin. They leave town. A lot of those folks leave town uh, when the Harley run would happen, which yeah. didn't happen this year. Yeah. That's, uh, that's not unusual, I, I guess. Yeah, you know, and uh, but anyway, the, like the Andy but it brings Devine, a lot of money. It brings the, a, it's probably a ton a of revenue. There's a lot of money for that strawberry festival, but it's massive. shit tons of money. Yeah, but there is some cool shit to it. Like, uh, like they have like uh, the like the largest strawberry. Like they always have like a record size strawberry. Sure. I don't know if you know that. Like the way strawberry plants work is that if you if you treat them correctly. They have like five or six growing cycles, and the the berries get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until then it's just like sterile the next year. Like there's no berries, and then it starts over again. Oh, it's so, a like uh, they have it's like a, it's an annual. Then it's yeah. not a yeah. A, the whole plant dies, and it does. Yeah, and then the, the uh, yes, yes, no, the plant no. doesn't die. The plant doesn't die. Oh, okay, I'm wrong. Then it's a, it's a perennial. So it's the plant the plant back, stays right? there. It comes yes, perennial yeah. come back. Yeah. Annuals yes. every year. You gotta replant it. Botany talk with cartoon casual. <laughs> so hold on, I need some clarification here. Explain to me how you get the bigger strawberries again. So what do you do? You just don't kill the plant every year. Like they, when it comes oh. back, they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then they now now I got it. They like they okay. don't produce anything the first year or two. Okay, and then they for then you have like four or five years or six years or whatever in the middle where they're producing berries and they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you know. But the, anyway, so they eventually have, the plant does die. You're saying yes. So it's not you can't have a legacy plant that's been around for fifty seven years. No, that doesn't happen. You can keep those seeds, but it's not yeah. okay. Got it. Right. So during it's, the during its heyday, you know, it's like if you're in your thirties, like you, like me, I'm aren't. in my, I'm, I'm like, oh, like I <laughs> almost al- aren't, almost aren't. So you're you're like the, you're like the, you're like the apex of the strawberry curve. You're <laughs> you're up there. Yeah. Now, now it's just downhill. I feel like I peaked about eight years ago, actually. So like, yeah, I'm on the downhill slide to fucking, oh, if you were a strawberry yeah. plant to what. <laughs> I'm in the waning years of of my <laughs> strawberry plantitude. Okay. Um, and so, anyway, so the ones that hold the record size only, they weigh them, right? Yeah, they weigh them. Like, I've seen a three-pound strawberry. How, a, how big would it be compared to an object that we all could identify with? A softball. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they don't – do they taste okay? No. They're not. They're just, not really. They don't have a lot of flavor. All for show, no go. All show, no go. Right. Yes. Okay. All show, no go. <laughs> when they get all wrinkly and weird. All like, flap, like, no throttle. That's what we talk about. Is a- that a- aviation people that really want to wanna be. All flap, no, no throttle. throttle. <laughs> like in Texas, right? All all hat, no cattle. <laughs> if you, you ever heard that one? I haven't heard that Oh, term my God. In, no, I'm had- from Texas. We know that. Oh, yeah. He's all hat, no cattle. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to start using that. That's perfect, though. Oh, it is absolutely there's, there's perfect. There's tons of, like, the, the... Texas people love to flap their gums about a lot of shit. Fucking, I, I'm from there. I that's, know. That's funny shit, though. All hat, no cattle. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple people in town from Texas that are like that, that I personally know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All hat, no cattle. But Because you could say that about the fake shit kicker. Yes. Like, you could say that, you know, about somebody who, you know, dresses the part but has never been on a horse. Yeah. You know? But also, like, that's a great analogy. It's like, well, that boy is all hat and no cattle. Like, <laughs> it, it, you could say that about somebody who's kind of stupid. Yeah. Or you could say that about somebody who's just... Part like, of the Dunning-Kruger like, effect. 
Yeah, had an allergy. <laughs> <laughs> I was explaining the Dunning-Kruger effect to somebody I work with the other day, and I'm pretty Was their sh- mouth up when they, like, yeah. ma- open mouth breathing while you were talking? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Gaines, you're killing me today. Sorry. It's <clears throat> Sunday morning. No, we're on caffeine. Sun- it is caffeine. Sunday morning. There's so much caffeine flowing through my veins right now. Uh, I... Oh, yeah, I was explaining the Dunning-Kruger effect to one of my coworkers, and she was so just... Have you ever had somebody explain something that you've... Like a concept, like a vague concept you've always had in your head, and then somebody puts a term to it, and you're like, fuck, that, okay, that's that's what you call that. I've had a few of those realizations in my life. I know well, you're looking at me like, I, no, I've, well, I was I born knowing The Dunning-Kruger everything. Kruger effect is one of them. Before I actually I heard someone say that, and they were explaining, went, whoa, wait a minute. And I looked it up, and then this is not that many years ago. I went, that's that's a thing that's been needing a, a, uh, it needs a, a, a name. It needs a term for. And those yes. two people gave yeah. it. So, know, folks, it you don't know what. Well, you fucking, you, you explain it, Gaines. Well, there's two halves to it. Um, and I didn't know that either until later on. So there's, there's one of them where someone is not really smart enough or good enough, but they think that they are, and they know more than they really do. Um, it, I'm trying to give an example of what it would be. I, I simplified it as the people who uh, think that they're smart but are actually not and are confident about it, and the people that are in very intelligent but are, are right. but yeah. are not confident. And that's about the it. that's the other half, or or one of the not necessarily not confident, but like what I've been told a little bit to add to that explanation. If you're really good or smart at something, and you've done it for so long that you kind of assume that everybody knows this. Yes, that's another like part some of it. complicated math equation that someone that's lived around it would be showing you. Yeah. And you're being like going, what the fuck? Like you when know? you try and do I'm not ha- making fun of your math. You're acumen. fucking always making fun of my math. It's uh, it's great. But it would be like, it's like, doesn't everybody understand? Like it'd be Einstein going, come on, people. This, this is, is simple. This is simple equations here. Right. And they're not saying it to be a dick. They just think no, they that honestly every, think everybody that, should know this right. stuff because it's obvious, yeah. right? And everybody's going, no, it's not obvious. So I was explaining the Dunning-Kruger effect to somebody that I work with and she... It blew her mind because uh, I got off the phone. I got off the phone with one of my coworkers, and I was like, "I hung up the phone." I'm like, "That is the Dunning Kruger effect in action." Thinking that this woman I work with has like she studied psychology, it's that she would know what I'm talking about, but she had, she never heard that term. She's but the Dunning Kruger effect it wasn't named until like I think 15 years ago. So yeah, it's not it's it's, it's, it's new. fairly recent concept, but it's kind of frustrating too because I, I I've done that before, not on on. Like if I'm working on like I've well, I do I've done this for a long time and it's kind of a natural thing done podcast gluing airplanes together. gluing airplanes together right I just know how to <laughs> I know which aisle to go down Home Depot to get the right airplane glue <laughs> it's I know where to go so so anyway but but if I'm showing somebody or teaching them it's like I don't understand why you're not just gluing the airplane together like it's supposed to be right now after I've given you eight seconds of <laughs> of instruction yes. Yeah, but I I've caught myself kind of thinking that, but going and then my father reminded me not that long ago, obviously before before he died, not after he died. Um, Did your father show up sometimes said, as a force ghost and yeah, tell you what said, to do? Yeah, he said you've done this for a, a long time, and people don't do this kind of work at all, hardly ever. So right. you need to really anyway. So I had to, get, you know, whatever. So it does happen. The stuff that you do, that's I do it constantly. I'm so bad at it. I'm, I, I just assume that, like, people should fucking know this. It's what, like, you know, we've done this before <clears throat> with trying to be f- funny in a, in a public place. We thought, all right, we'll just go somewhere and we'll, and we'll keep our mouths shut 
and just and notice all the vast cavernous openings to insert <laughs> something snarky and funny. Yeah. That all this lost opportunity. <clears throat> so we'll just sit there and go, well, how come we didn't? How come we didn't? No one followed up on what that person said. That how, oh my god, I, I, they, that, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> right. Yes. And it's gone. It will never come back. It, it it's gone. It's gone. It's gone like a fart in the wind. You gone. can't let that too much of that shit go. Can't can't do it. <laughs> Have to say something. There was a thing we went to. Um, what was it? it? Was you, me, and Mike where we went to Blackbridge? It was like like a bet we had. <laughs> we were around. I don't know if it was about about a certain person this or is such s- a fucking failure. <laughs> no, and it was it was. Um, we were gonna go. It was gonna do team trivia. I can't remember. What, and I don't think it was about a certain person. Like let's just. Let's all try to be a little bit nicer. I know we're smart asses, and everybody thinks we're smart asses. Smart asses. So, like, let's see who can go the longest yeah, so without. You, yeah, so you, me, and Mike were at the table with everybody else, and, and that was our, our personal agreement. Let's just sit here. See here and, and see, see how long can we can not. We, we can go without. Being sarcastic, yeah, a yeah. jerk, a cracking jokes, dick, or, or like something. That. <laughs> And Mike didn't. He was. He lost. He tapped out. At about, he about, put his dollar bill down. Went. I'm out. And then he like said something. Three minutes. Like three minutes in. And he's like, I can't hold it in any longer. <laughs> he said, he slapped his dollar bill on the on the table. He's like, I can't hold it in any longer. I, I had those. He lasted three minutes. I, I had those feelings. I'm sure you didn't sigh too. You were. They were welling up. Yeah, they were thin. welling up. It was pretty. But you bad. were able. To, you were able to hold them though. I, I fucking. I, I, I held my shield. I'm going. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty good. I can for hold like this for a while. while. Maybe well, longer. Than, and Mike went. I'm out. I'm oh, out. Oh, Mike, oh, oh shit! He washed out, and nobody else at the table knew what was going no on. No idea. Yeah. Like you, you guys are such a bunch of shitbags. I guarantee you, people were just like judging the shit out of us, which they should have. Oh yeah, it was it was terrible. It's terrible of us. Terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. Anyway, so that's the. You explained the donut. Oh, I'm sorry. You explained. Did, did something happen from that? You explained it to this person, and they didn't know. It blew her mind, is what it did. And then, like, then she then she got online and she started researching, and she's like, "This explains so much." Okay. I'm like, explains a lot of the people we work with, huh? And she's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's, and it, and it, it, if you read more into the Donnie Kruger effect, it has, it has like, it, there's some ripples that, like, throughout people's lives that are really, like, truly affected by it. Like, um, it can affect, uh, people that, like, it can hurt people. People that think that they're, you know, really good at, uh, like, they took, fucking karate for a summer when they were nine so they think that they're fucking steven seagal mm-hmm. right and, and in a situation and then they in a situation then you get there they they try to like protect somebody and they end up getting shot or the shit kicked out of them or something like that when they're like well he I, i've been trained in uh martial arts uh since i was eight years old no you did it one summer when you're right. eight years old you're not a martial arts expert and we've always we've all known people like that but the it went down this she went down a deep rabbit hole that lasted several hours like I just like I yeah I'd zone out be on my phone or something like that and like a couple hours later she she was like oh my god the Dunning Kruger effect and I'm like Jesus Christ you're still fucking on that <laughs> that was like four hours ago but she she like it just it was like this weird revelation and I've I've like that that's happened to uh, several people that I've told about it because it's a concept that not that it, it's a concept that everybody well mo- not everybody. People that are afflicted with like the Dunning Kruger effect, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they probably don't understand it or don't they don't well, know it. But there's a there's a lot of people who are like fuck. That's a concept that I needed a term for. 
Right. And it's a cool revelation. There's been, uh, I mean, there are times that, that uh, I mean, you, you should also know what you don't know. And if you're going to add to a conversation. Yeah, tr- that's true wisdom. Yeah, you may, you may want to have a little caveat with See, This is not exactly, but this is what I read or heard or yeah. saw or something. And it may be someone else in the group is actually knowledgeable in that. And they can go, hey, no, that's not really what, it, this is how right. more it works. Oh, okay, cool. And then you can research that and hopefully figure it out. But, but when people come up, like I had one person explain to me that, that uh, he went to my repair facility back in Atlanta and wanted to know where my autoclave was, which is a heavy piece of equipment that you can do to manufacture composites from. I said, I don't have one. Well, how do you do these repairs without an autoclave? I, I don't, you don't need to do that. You, it's, it's not part of what we do. I never have. And then he just, he worked for Lockheed and he, and he came out in my facility saying, you can't do these repairs this way without autoclave. Every quote, Every composite manufacturer for all these aircraft use autoclaves and they're under pressure and heat and that kind of stuff. I said, no, no, they don't. And they, <laughs> he started calling me out. I'm like, I'm sorry. I've been to every single German glider manufacturer on premises in there. And I worked at one for two summers. They do not have them. You know, and he's, I think he was still convinced. I believe he still thought that I was lying to him. <laughs> you know, it just it was a weird thing. I'm like, I can't believe this. Like he, he refused to believe new information. It's like me going to a, a, a surgery, you know, a s- operating room and read one or two articles on s- something. Yeah. A knife design. Going, well, how come you guys don't have this design? Every hospital has that now, or I don't know. I'm just trying to think of yeah. Why oh, with some? Why why don't you use an Alfred retractor? Well, because it's fucking 2020, and we don't fucking need that piece of equipment anymore. Right? Yeah. That that that's my favorite. Or I love it when patients come into the hospital and try and tell their nurse or doctor what kind of treatment they should get. Right. Uh, <laughs> I miss the era of doctors and nurses that could talk back to patients because we you can't you can't do that anymore. Really? Because yeah, because. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll, well, I mean, you can, just not for very long. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you should be ready to retire when you start making these comments. Yes. Yeah. You should be th- like really considering like if you're where you're going to be going for retirement at that point, like the downhill slide. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of our, not a lot, all of our funding from the government for Medicare, Medicaid, things like that are based on patient satisfaction scores. Mm-hmm. So if you have a patient who, what, there, there's these, people that they call and they get cert they, they do surveys of patients after like post discharge so this is at a hospital obviously because like yeah. the clinic that i've been going to they don't have they don't care they just they do i'm not saying they don't yeah, care yeah well yeah like they would, they would call you out and just be like hey you're being a prick don't co- f- fucking come back here just don't come back well, what i would say if i was satisfied well i don't know i'm in pain does that count i mean i you expect certain things though right i mean you yeah you do you but should. you're also a rational human being oh that's what it is yeah got it so and there's if more you, people that are not, is what you're that's saying. That's correct. Yeah. And people, so what happens is uh, you have somebody gets admitted to the hospital, they have a procedure done or this or whatever, then they get discharged. You have these surveyors that call them and ask, hey, uh, what do you, how, how was this experience? What was this? What was that? What are these problems? Anything else you want to, and like everybody bitches about healthcare because you don't go there when you're healthy. Usually it's right. fucking nine times out of 10. You're going to a hospital because something hurts or it's something's not going to be pleasant. Bleeding. And it's usually highly emotional. It's a, someone emotional, might be it's dying. A, it's a fucking shitty time. It smells weird. It's loud at night. Like it's just, yeah. it sucks. It, 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 it like everything. And like, I don't even like going there and they pay me to be there and I still don't fucking like going there. So I can't imagine what it's like to be a patient. So, but so imagine how bad those scores are going to be 
normally. Right. But then let's say somebody has an actual bad experience. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets so much worse. If we don't meet a certain amount of cases uh, of surveyed, you know, patients that are positive in a certain light, if we we get drop below a certain percentage, we don't get funding. We don't get reimbursed for Medicare and Medicaid and shit like that. We don't get federal it puts funding. You in a tough situation. Yeah, honestly. no shit. So it puts you in a position where you're you're valuing uh, customer service over actual healthcare. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. You should be able to go back to the old days where my, like my grandmother, I can remember sitting at a nurse's station when I was a little kid and my grandmother going in, uh, getting up from the nurse's station, going in to talk to her patient and patient was just being demanding. She goes, this is a hospital, not a holiday inn, sweetie. I'm not going to turn your sheets down for you. You don't get a mint before you go to bed. You're here, here to heal and get out. Right. And I'm like, fuck. You can't, you, there's nobody there. Well, not nobody. There's a handful of like old battle axe nurses around. Uh, at least at KRMC that 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 will get tough with a patient, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's like smile and nod and give them their Ativan and get them some apple juice and pamper their butt and mm-hmm. all that. And you have to do that, and it fucking sucks. So it's funny. Say I I, <clears throat> I try to because to me, uh, I mean, your health is 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 important. So I've I'm a lot more friendly now with this dermatology. You know, it's a new group that I'm with with yeah. now, and I'm done with my current treatments and that kind of shit. So that's fine. But I remember I was really late one time going there and I didn't have time to take a shower and it was hot out here and I think I even just put my flip-flops on and I just I showed up kind of disheveled and smelling them with flip-flops Jesus what you, <laughs> and it's so, like you did the walk of shame straight to the dermatology clinic right so the woman comes out you know the the person that's that's the, the doctor assistant she comes out she goes oh Paul I, I said look at me I said the honeymoon's over isn't it I said you just look like I a said, homeless person walking I, I said and there was no one else in the waiting room I said can you smell me from there and she she kind of laughed and I said look at that I got flip-flops I said obviously I don't get care anymore honeymoon's gone it's done <laughs> you don't even get you're you're like people that do airline travel now right as opposed to back in the 60s when you people get dressed up and it was an event right it was right. an occasion it's like oh we're gonna go on the aeroplane the aeroplane <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> travel God. across the country anyway so i apologize as i i won't i won't come in smelly anymore i'm I, sorry i hope you do <laughs> I, I i think next time you just show up with a i don't know like uh, like dig, dig for the bottom of the hamper and do you know the, put, do you remember something, the, the, put something the, the on sleeveless t-shirts, but the sleeve like in the eighties and nineties where they were cut the oh, sleeve, yeah. like it was just cut all the way on the side, all almost down to your <laughs> hip. Just walk in with one of those and some fucking shades on. You're like, hey, what's up? How you guys don't just like, I don't right. know, like walk in there just reeking of bo, right? Or like, oh, sorry, I still got last night on me, and they're like, it's four <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You can't park there. Like, why not? Because it's our lobby. But you know what? The, what the cool thing is, they've got their music. They have piped in there. Whatever station, whatever, how are they? Whatever they're doing, it's like like Frank Sinatra channel. It's kind of nice. It's like really. It's like in one time she came on, I said, "This song's not over yet. I need to hold on a second. Hold on a second. You who doesn't to... like Frank? Yeah, right. I said, yeah, if... you tell me who comes here and doesn't like Frank. I'm gonna have a problem if with you. If you don't fucking like Frank Sinatra, you can burn in fucking hell. <laughs> right. like, like that. Now, granted, he was a womanizer. He was kind of a sleazeball. He was, uh, but all that. Yeah, but, but if you don't like his Frank. music, it's Michael fucking Jackson. It's Frank. It's Michael fucking Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I fear inside. <laughs> Dave Chappelle rattled that off a couple amazing. times last night at Mr. Foss's place. <laughs> I like to do it randomly from like <laughs> just like another room from across like across the house. Be like, that's how I feel inside. <laughs> and, just, and then hear a couple people who are in on the joke just fucking die laughing. Oh, God. I'm crying. It's so fucking funny. 
just to see him. Like, see, the funniest thing is his outfit. You know, it's like his green jumpsuit. Yeah, see, he's got the green, like his big yeah. pure white size 14 shoes <laughs> or the fuck he's got and he's kind of going back and forth with his sorry but his chinese imitation because he said you know he's like you have to he said and i don't i don't think it's what did he say i don't the trans community hates me already and i'm never going to come back from that so i'm just going to keep talking about it which i thought was fucking brilliant <laughs> it's true and he's like you have to understand that's a bit of a hilarious predicament if you he's a you take away other people being pieces of shit to trans folks, you take that away. It's kind of a funny predicament. It, but well, not like, to what to who is it funny? If you got rid of the well, <laughs> if you well, I don't know. <laughs> from outside observers, yes. But if you if you get rid of like the you know persecution of that person, right? It's kind of a funny predicament. It's like you're you're one thing on the inside and another thing on the outside. He's like, imagine imagine if those people were. What if what if like I woke up one day and I'm like. I'm Chinese. Like you can't, you can't, and do you can't that. do anything about it. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't do that, Dave. You can't do that. Why? This is how I fear inside. And he's got the he like <laughs> squints, squints eyes his and eyes, and he's dancing around in his fucking teeth. jumpsuit. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> Here's the part but, that I don't get about. I'm on this, go ahead. Go but, ahead. But I think we've talked. I can't remember if we talked about this on I'm the podcast sure or not. But like Tom Segura did that bit five years ago. And he, but he was talking about. Uh, he said, uh, uh, he said, disabilities aren't funny, but some are. <laughs> and he's like, imagine, he's like, people in wheelchair. That's not funny. Uh, da, 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 talks about these different disabilities. No, that's funny. Foreign accent syndrome. That's funny. And he's like, which this, does it exist? It does exist. It's a real fucking neurological condition. It's usually from uh, some sort of trauma. Like right. head trauma, right? Yeah. Something the, the wires literally get shorted out they and get fucking crossed. shorted off, and then they cross the wrong way, so you're stuck impersonating a Chinese person, which is what this <laughs> oh this this lady in England who never left her town, like like never left her like town in uh, in uh, in England, and then had a car accident or something like that, woke up from her coma, and she was like. Ah, so would you like some tea? Like just very like the most and, and racist, people going, horrible fucking Chinese impression, and she sounded like somebody from Hong Kong. Like she, like specifically, people from Hong Kong said that's that's our accent. Like that, you sound just like that. And she's like a recluse because she can't go out in public because she's she's this. Like, she can't not do. She's that, a pasty white English lady who can't. That's how she talks. She can't imitate anybody else you oh, can't like speech therapists and speech pathologists like try to do that so he's talking about that he goes how fucking funny is that that this lady is just like ah oh, would you like me to do your laundry like just like in this, <laughs> this horrible shit wait so are you saying that she not only that, sounds like that but she adds to it by by coupling that with the no, typical she, she doesn't own a fucking laundromat <laughs> dude it's not that <laughs> okay, she's not like fucking it. She, Got it. He's, she's not she's, out building a railroad, she, or she doesn't. <laughs> she's, <laughs> you're such a fucking asshole. Sorry. <laughs> she built the railroad herself. Wow. She built her own railroad in her backyard. <laughs> oh god. I would love to see her and Dave Chappelle and Tom Segura hang out. And Dave would be like, "Here's how you fear inside. You feel Chinese." <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I think but all like, these things, if you if you imagine, uh, the only and then people make fun of it. But then you get to the serious part where it's a problem with society and if yeah yeah gays or blacks or this or this or that. It's like if you can just some people that are pissed off at without getting political with 
at Black Lives Matter or you're going to go beat up guys because they're gay or make fun of whatever. It's like, aren't you fucking fortunate you weren't born black or gay or have these situations to I deal mean, with? I mean, kind of. Like, born like would, in you, a, would you want to swap that I'm out? I'm a white male born in America. I kind of won the golden ticket. Yeah. That's, that's like what... Uh, Louis C.K. said, he's like, he's like, I would try. It's none of their own doing. It's not your doing. You didn't have anything to do with I, No, this. I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, I didn't do it. I just, <clears throat> what the fuck? Yeah. What, what, what does Louis, Louis C.K. say? Louis C.K. said that. He goes, I'm, I'm a white male born in, in the United States. I, I won the golden ticket already. Right. Just by being, just by <clears throat> fitting into that demographic. Sorry, folks. I don't know. Fucking something is irritating my sinuses. And now I'm just like. It's part of the coffee I gave you. What? The coffee? What did you fucking put pollen in the coffee or something? <laughs> Was there dust know. in there or something? Is that what it is? Well, I live in Arizona, so every there's dust everywhere. Oh, by the way, by the time you guys hear this, thank God the heat snap is over. But when we're recording this today, it's gonna be like 157, I think. I think it. I High think the highest. One? I think it's. I think it's 154. Actually, oh, is okay. the tape, but the real fill temperature is 157. I have a different app than you had. <laughs> <laughs> they, they missed it by a few degrees. It's so hot all the time. It's like almost mid-September. <clears throat> I worked yesterday Jesus. and I was in the brewery. It's nice, like 72 degrees in there. It's nice. I didn't have to go out for like three hours and then I did go outside and it was like a kick to the chest right it's, it's, I'm tired bam. of it the first time I uh, <clears throat> excuse me came to uh, first or second time I came to Kingman a few times during different times of the year to make sure I wanted to move here you know which is how it's kind of planning ahead shall we say yeah but it was one of them was probably late July and so I drove from here down to Bullhead because I want to go. I want to drive to the Colorado River. Yeah. Holy shit, the Colorado River is right, it's down right there. Yeah, Let's the go world to, famous Colorado River. So I was in yeah. some you know late model rental car with AC blowing. I wasn't really paying attention to how hot it is, and <laughs> opened the door. I I thought it was. I thought that where, literally where's the blow torch? Someone's got one right over here. I thought to myself. Yeah. Holy, <clears throat> it's bad. Shit. That first time that you you experienced that, you're like, what the fuck? What people live here? Right, and there are people walking around. And then I went, okay, well, there's a river, so I made my way around to some place. So I and I took my shoes off and put my feet in the water, and then that's a shock because it's because <laughs> it's 45 I'm, I'm like, degrees. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's probably like. I want to say it comes out the bottom of the of that dam, Davis Dam. It comes out the bottom of the dam at about 45 or 50 degrees. Somewhere around, I'd say 50. Yeah. So it come like. So when you get down river, like even like two or three miles down river, it's still 50, 55 degrees, still cold as shit. It's yeah. funny. Uh, two things. One, my dad had never, uh, when he first moved out here 25 years ago or whatever, thir thir close to 30 years ago, first moved to Kingman, he was running a mail route in between Kingman and um, like north of Las Vegas and back. He would just go do just do that run five days a week. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well... He was making really good time one day, and it was hot as shit. The AC was broken in his truck, his big truck. Oh, it wasn't geez. no, it wasn't the AC was broken. If he turned the AC on, the truck would shut down, and he was just trying to limp it back mm -hmm. to the yard here, you know, uh, here in Kingman. And so he, the AC was off, he was sweating profusely, and he's like, you know what, fuck this. I'm like a half hour ahead of schedule. I'm gonna go down and swim in the river. And so he drove his big ass truck down <laughs> down to Willow Beach. Wow. Parked it in the parking lot early in the morning, jumped 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Jumped yeah, it's off. It's cold the, up there that far north. Dude, Holy it's shit. only four miles, three, four miles downriver from, from Hoover from Hoover Dam, yeah. which is 700 feet deep. Yeah. So it, it sucks from the bottom. That shit is like 45 degrees year fucking round. It's so cold. Yep. And my dad jumped off the dock, and uh, he says he's fairly certain he ran across the top of the water. He just like... <laughs> 
<laughs> popped up and was like, Aah! and a ranger was down there because it's early in the morning, right? And like there wasn't anybody there. It was like the middle of the week. The ranger right? probably watched this. The ranger watched the whole thing. That ranger came up. Says, Are "You doing all right, sir?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm fine." As my dad's standing there, fucking shivering, <laughs> and it's 125 <laughs> degrees out, but he's shivering. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's flash forward many years later. My my little brother Sean comes out here, which. He's a well. We're all all of us. All of us in the Fellers Clan are river rats because we just grew up on the river. But he's like the ultimate river rat. He's the whitewater rafting guy and uh-huh. does like sometimes some sometimes does competition playboating. Like the, the they do stunts and shit in their kayaks and stuff like that. Right. Uh-huh. So he comes out here after graduates high school, and I pick him up from the airport, and I you know go back to the house, my house. I was like, do you want to do you want to go down and hang out with my buddy? He lives on like right on the Colorado River. You want to go down there and hang out? He's like, fuck yeah, let's go. And I'm like, all right. So we get in. He's already been in the car. Like we're like, it's and it's July. Yeah, mid mid to late July. And we get in the car, drive down, you know, get the AC blast and drive down to Bullhead and open up the door. And then he just shuts it. He goes, what the fuck? <laughs> what? How fucking hot is it? I'm like, I don't know. It's probably, it's probably. And this was 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I said it was probably about 100 degrees. He goes, "Get the fuck out of here!" I looked at uh, the, I looked at my phone. It was like 105. I was gonna say, I bet it was over 100. It was 105 yeah. at 10 o'clock at night. So then the next day, we um, he gets up and he wants to. Uh, we drink a bit, and he gets up and uh, goes to like go for a walk around the neighborhood and walk over to see the river. He walks outside, comes back in. He comes back in like two minutes later. Goes, "I can't do this. It's already hot as fuck." And I'm like, "Yeah. Oh, it's only gonna get hotter. Wait till we go down to the river today." So. He did the same thing that my dad did. I Jump, told him, jumped I'm in. like, Sean, yeah. this is not the kind of, like, this is, the, imagine a glacial fucking lake in Colorado. That's, like, that's what this shit is. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, it's fine. It's hot as fuck. I'm like, okay. He jumps in. <laughs> he gets out of the water, and he's standing there, and he's like, yeah, the water's pretty fucking chilly. He's just standing there shivering, and his lips and his nipples are blue. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was immediately dry, and that freaked him out. He's like, how did, how there's no moisture here. And I'm like, nope. Yeah. None. This is fucked up. It is. It is a different, but it was kind of, so it was shocking when I first did that, but at the same time, it was kind of an, an, an alluring. It was alluring at the same time. It's like the contrast is like, yeah. it like sucked me in. It was like, this is kind of an amazing situation. It is kind of cool. Like I, 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 I think the contrast is neat. I also like the fact that within an hour drive or so, I can go from 7,000 feet, up in the Wallapies, mm-hmm. and it can be say sixty-five degrees down to seven hundred, and drive drive within an hour drive down to seven hundred feet of, el- of, of you know above sea level mm-hmm. elevation, and it's thirty degrees, forty degrees hotter. Right, that's cool to me. I I think that I I find that to be really neat and interesting. It's a whole different yeah. yeah. There's different, uh, and I I've uh, kayaked a few times from Hoover Dam down to Willow Beach and beyond. Um, and a friend of mine and I from back east, we did this a couple different times, but, but we, we camped in a halfway down and there was this other group that was there, not near us, but they were there, but they were all in the river, you know, yeah. for a long time. And I thought, well, well, that's what we should do. And we finally, it took us a while. You do kind of get used to it. You get used to it. it, it but has, it's still fucking cold. The Jesus. thing about it is, is you have to be moving. Yeah. That's what I found. Like, at least me personally is like you have, if you're going to get into water, that's really cold. Mm-hmm. You have to keep moving. You can't just float. You have yeah. to be like burning calories. You know what I mean? To like to, in staying warm. And it's, oof. and that river, goddamn. One time at Willow Beach, I was helping some friends. Uh, we, we, uh, 
took a pontoon boat and put in right there at, at Willow Beach and then went downriver out into Lake Mojave, hung out for the entire day, drank beers and did whatever, and and then w- came back and went you know upriver to pull out at Willow Beach in the evening. And some like they couldn't get like there were some boats going by that was causing a wake and they couldn't get the pontoon boat situated on the trailer right. Okay, and nobody wanted to hop in the water. So I said, fuck it. I got in the water, like, up to my chest and just, like, moved, moved it, moved it lined, and got lined it, it up. lined it up. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and then I got out, and I was like, I could not. The sun had gone down. There was a breeze blowing, and I'm just, I couldn't, I did not get warm. I had to go home. In the middle of summer in Arizona, I had to get, like, ride in a car with other people that are hot. I'm shivering. I have a blanket on, and I get into, uh, get home and have to take a hot shower just so I can fucking warm up. My hands hurt. The whole next day, my back and my knees and my hands were fucking hurting. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I had like low-grade hypothermia from that? Gee, I'm fat and I'm from the Midwest. I shouldn't fucking get hypothermia mm. in the summertime <laughs> in Arizona. But it's true because it's – and that's when I started looking up. At it, and it like even at Willow Beach, it's like 45 to 50 degrees year-round. Right. And that is way too fucking cold. But what's weird, though, is you get down further and down near in like Havasu and it's – warm and it's bath water warm and gross kind of gross it's like this is too warm and and you think to yourself things really live in here lake havasu is gross yeah like they have every once in a while they uh oh oh yeah sorry that's a gain sneeze right there uh go ahead they every once in a while they everyone every once in a while every pull a serpent out of there pull pull like a deep water serpent no it's just a no they pull the um the nagleria fowleri Oh, is that the thing the, that goes the, in your... Yeah, it's the brain-eating fucking yeah. brain-eating bacteria. That, that's or probably, brain-eating that's probably what happened to me amoeba. since I've been in that lake. It's probably what's going on You right die now. within like four or five days, dude. Oh. You're fine. All right. What, what doesn't that's kill how long us... It ta- Seriously, that's how long it takes? Yeah. That, they're that hungry. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how much brain matter you have. <laughs> no, they, like I want to say it's like... I want to say it's within a week it'll kill you. Jesus. And there's really no treatment. It has like a 99% fatality rate. It's like Ebola. It's actually, I think it's higher than Ebola. Can you, are they uh, are they big enough to see if they're sitting right here on no, the table? No, it's an table? amoeba. It's a single-celled organism. It's not oh, like. an amoeba. It's not like a, it gets. <laughs> can you see? It's not like a leech. <laughs> what? Can you, can you see these things? No, you can't see I just. Them. It's brain-eating fucking bacteria, man. So it must be a lot of them that are up in there eating away. Yeah, they reproduce. That's. I don't know. You're asking the tough questions today, Gaines. Jesus Christ! But it is fun. I'm sure you've been. You've been. Uh, if you've been up to on the water in uh, Colorado River, up to the base of the Hoover Dam. Yeah, yeah it's really fucking fantastic. It's it, a cool thing. It I, I kind of want to do it now again. It's been a while since I've done it. it. It's it's an amazing fucking thing to be down at the bottom of that dam. Like I said, 700 feet or whatever it is. Right. Huge. Seven hundred twenty-six feet. And the Colorado River and all that water. For the most part, it's coming from the snow melt in Colorado, essentially, mostly Colorado. And uh, it's just a fun thing to think about, to conceptualize yeah. while you're there. Where's this all this massive amounts of water, which is less now? The flip side of that is when you uh, go down like south of Yuma, mm-hmm. where the Colorado River turns into a foot, one foot deep creek and then right. slowly is gobbled up by the sandy desert because it doesn't make it to the ocean anymore. Right. That's fucking sad. Because it all gets bled off to, yeah, to, Cal- to California. Everything. Well, I mean, you have, what is it, five states, I think, that have uh, the, the contract, five states and then know. Mexico, Yeah, which Mexico doesn't get hardly any water from it. Like, they've really got the shaft in that. They really did, because they're the furthest downstream. Yeah. That well, would be the most fertile area in Mexico <clears throat> me. if they were to get some some of that water. Because a handful of years ago, I think it was 2014. 
2014 or 2015, uh, I had heard that they were doing a, a, a dam release, and they did a dam release at Glen Canyon Dam, Hoover Dam, Davis Dam, Parker Dam, Imperial Dam, like all the dams, like they released a bunch of water. Like mm-hmm. Davis, or not Davis, uh, uh, Lake Mojave went down by three feet. You know how much, how many fucking hundreds of thousands of gallons of water that is? It's insane. It's, it went down three feet. That fucking lake is 40, 50 miles long. Yeah. You know, 15 miles across at one point. So, like, that's so much fucking water. And it, the Colorado, it was it, it simulated a flood, and they did that for a reason to like just kind of basically purge to yeah, essentially to purge yeah, yeah. like a like a fucking gymnast making weight like it's like yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> and they should put but, before they do that again on the Hoover Dam they ought to have someone some artist draw like a big face yeah and have a, <laughs> have just vomiting just <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a puking emoji on the side of Glen Canyon Dam when they do the, the dam really? releases there should be no oh. no there I'm isn't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. You're ridiculous. Uh, that would be funny, though. It would be funny. I would watch that. The dam releases are really cool, they, and they're so cool that uh, that people like to watch them. So the Bureau of I think it's Bureau of Recl- Reclamation, I think, is what's in charge of those dams. Mm-hmm. They don't tell people when they do the dam release. They just do it. There'd be too many people showing. Way up. too many people, and it's fucking dangerous. Yeah. Um, because you're talking, you know, 300, 400 foot long plumes of of water shooting out the bottom. The lake here is getting low, though. Again, they need, we need a couple of really solid years of snow. Eh, I don't. I'm I'm okay with it not being there. I hope it drains completely. Well, I, I I am I am not in favor of any dams on the Colorado. I know that sounds extreme, and people are going to say that I'm uninformed, but I'm actually very well informed on this topic, and I don't think that Glen Canyon Dam has never been a good idea. It's never been solvent, and it's now falling apart. Well, that one. So would that be good one to get sucks. Like like Powell. That Lake Powell is one of the most destructive things that humans have ever fucking done to the okay, earth. Okay, because we don't live near there, I would say I'm fine with that one. To let all that water go and fill up Lake Mead. <laughs> I'm okay with them draining Lake Mead, then too. Then we can control it. That'd be kind yeah, of cool. no, the, at the very least, like, the power consumption. I, I am, like, it, you have to balance out. Like, I'm not the environmentalist that's like, nah, fuck it, blow all up all the dams and do this, da, da, da. It's... It's. I would rather have ten dams than one coal-fired plant. Like a hundred percent. Like even sure. though it's an ecological disaster, it's not as bad as putting all that fucking bullshit into the sky. And it does exist now. Like the lake has got a bunch of other life there, and a bunch of other wildlife hangs right. out around the edges. So it, it has. We have altered it, but it's there now. It, it's, so. it's 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 kind of the damage is done. Yeah. Uh. But Lake Powell. It's I, neat. But Lake Palace, it, yeah, it's neat. Like the blue water, you know, juxtaposed the, against the, the red rock, rock and all that shit. I get it. But you know what? I've seen color pictures and video of uh, Glen Canyon and Lake Powell or the, 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 the that canyon, that whole mm-hmm. area. So much more beautiful than with water in it. Oh, you mean before it was you Way, could, you could yeah. hike around in it and do all kinds of yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. And reading books by like Edward Abbey. I don't know if you're familiar with Abbey. We've talked about him before mm-hmm. on the podcast. He very much. Well, he first off, he. He wrote a uh, he invented the term monkey wrenching, like throwing a monkey wrench into things because he mm. wrote a book called The Monkey Wrench Gang. And it was a group of misfits that go around the Southwest fucking with like doing environmental, not not environmental, but uh, uh, like a, what do they call that? Um, like industrial sabotage. Mm-hmm. So they'll throw they would throw literally throw monkey wrenches into the engines of this and it, uh, of big tractors and things up. like that. Yeah. And it takes place all around here. Like there's a few mentions of Kingman. Edward Abbey loves to talk shit about Flagstaff in every single one of his books. He has some sort of mention of, he's like, I haven't, uh, he, he, 
He said, the only place I can think of that's more of a shithole than it was, it was some area of, of Australia that he was in. He's like, the only place on earth I can think of is more of a shithole than this place in Australia is the flat is downtown Flagstaff. Oh and God. It, but he was, he wrote that book in like the mid sixties mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm just like, it cracks me up because then you read his autobiography. That he wrote like a couple of years before he died and like he died in 1989 or 90. <laughs> He finally comes clean. He goes, I just, for the record, I love Flagstaff. I just hate the fact that lots of people move there. So that's why I always said bad things about it in my books. Right, right. He's like, I didn't want more people to move there because he had a house in Flagstaff for like 30 years. We talked about that before. Right. It's fucking expensive there now. They're it is fucking in. expensive yeah. there. Yeah, he said that place was it was great. And in in, actually, my, my friend uh, Jack, you know, Jack and Linda, mm-hmm. the older couple that comes to the brewery. Mm-hmm. Jack, um, Jack was a rafting guide for about 10 years oh, and shit. lived in Flagstaff from okay. like mid-60s to mid-70s. Hmm. And uh, he said, he, he said, because I mentioned Edward Abbey, and he just kind of perked up. He goes, I met Edward, Edward Abbey in Flagstaff. And I'm like, you did? He's one of my fucking idols, one of my favorite authors. Mm-hmm. So I started talking about that, and he, we talked about how he said that he hated Flagstaff. But it really wasn't that he didn't hate Flagstaff. He people not in reality. He didn't want more people to move there. And Jack mm-hmm. goes, yeah, that's why I moved away. Mm-hmm. About the mid-70s when it started to, get, started to get bigger and more expensive. You had a lot of people that were buying second homes that are from the phoenix area so they can go up there in the summertime and then so you have this like booming summer economy and then you have nothing going on in the winter time so you have no like the business is completely shut down in the winter time so you have college kids no longer have a job and they no longer this and that, 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 that is, it's just not sustainable but you have too many people that's the problem we can get rid of half the people well okay thanos <laughs> are you gonna snap your fingers and like just murder just half boom. the people? Everybody's yeah. gone. It's not a bad idea. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Rikers, California is is beautiful. You know, it, the, it's it's a California California line at least gorgeous. Yeah. So so, so that, beautiful. Oregon, Washington, the whole West Coast. Talking about Sedona, Flagstaff. But there's oh goddamn, I'm gonna be starting about fucking Sedona. I know what well, used to be, and then it got fucking yeah. You know, so uh, Edward Abbey had another <clears throat> quote. I can't remember if I said it last week when we were talking about Sedona. It's one of my favorite quotes. Abby said, uh, if there was ever any positive energy vortices in Sedona and the positive energy, then all the positive energy was soaked out by the tourists a long time ago. <laughs> I'm like, there's none left. He's like, and he said, no amount of patchouli or, or what do you say? No amount of patchouli or pot was going to bring it back. It's funny that he's like in the seventies is talking shit about hippies in Sedona <laughs> and how nothing has changed in Sedona. Oh man. It's nice there though. Take a break. What do you think? Yeah, let's take a break. We'll be back in a little bit, folks.
Always better. Wait a minute. It's, nev- it's never better. Never better. Let me get my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's brain. It's always. Wait, wait, it was never. <laughs> it was always. No, it's, 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 so it's always, sometimes, never. Right. When you button your suit, right? Is that what you're going for? Always, no. sometimes, never. Yeah. No? Uh, you you should always. Joe and I talk a lot about it, a lot of stuff we would not talk about on, <laughs> no. on the air. Um, anyway. And what was kind of a little bit political, but not really. It was more of a philosophical discussion, to be honest. Yeah. Than political. Yeah. Uh, we just were having, but but um, you said there's a, someone that you know in, in in town that is always you make him think because you bring stuff up that makes sense. Well, I, cha- I challenge what he's thought for right. You know, decades. Right. It's a, yeah, it's a friend's dad. Right. And and he's a straight ticket voting Republican. Da da da. Mm-hmm. And I said, and like, well, did you ever just like research the person you're voting for? Or you just vote. Republican because you mm-hmm. don't want to vote for Democrat. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, that's basically it. I'm like, I'll oh, see so you. But you'll, but you voted, you voted for McCain, but you bitch about him. You voted for McCain like seven times probably. Right. And uh, because he's a Republican. Uh, and he's like, well, yeah, I guess I did. So I loved, I loved, I, I think that's what we should be doing to each other. This challenge it because you. That was my point. If you're yeah. in your own little tiny bubble and you only hang out if, if you want to go on the political bend or whatever, whatever it is, and yeah. you're only going to talk about. Uh, I mean, or, it could, it could get something as simple as food. 
It could yeah, be. Yeah, like you you had a taco one time that was that you didn't like the flavor of it, so now all tacos are bad. So it was like you know, 1965, I had a taco, and now in 2020, I don't eat tacos. I don't like Mexican food. Right. Well, it's not that. It's just maybe it's time for you to try something new. Sure. If you never try anything new, you never learn how to walk or wipe your own ass. And we know that things are so divisive right now, and it's so divided, yeah. and it's very tribal as we talk about, on and on and on. But it is real. It is more now than, than it was. Um, but the, if you want to grow as a human, and you want to expand your brain, you should do things like read, learn, travel. Yeah. And not, not try. I don't mean go to Dolan Springs. That doesn't count. Hey, man, don't shit on Dolan Springs. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm there's not a lot. There's, there's like three nice people in Dolan Springs, I'm, man. I'm Most, sure there are. They're it's wonderful It's the three people. firefighters working at the station right now. Just Those example. are the three nice people. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to fucking Dolan Springs Fire Department. I know they probably listen to us all the time. They're waiting when the thing drops. <laughs> They're just. In fact, they, they stay up until midnight. There was one guy that worked out there that, that listened to us. Now he's with NACFED. Okay. So he's yeah, but right. yeah. Anyway, but I'm not. It's not what I'm. But the point is, is about to expand your. And you should you get outside your cultural bubble by traveling to different places. And you, see, you know, yeah. we both enjoy com- conversation, and it's good to be pushed a little bit. And I don't mean someone that's none that's screaming at you. That's not no, what no, I mean. Because no, that's An not how you change actual conversation. Mind. That's a that's a that's something. That's a hard lesson that I've had to learn in the past few years. Is that. Just because you can speak louder than somebody doesn't mean that they're going to think about or they're not going to look at things from your perspective. Right. You have to like you have to start off with empathy to try and figure out why that person is in that space. And then you have a conversation, have a dialogue, a civil discourse, which is really tough sometimes. It's tough because people get worked up. And so many people, it's very evident, are not going to change. But there are some that will. I mean, some people do get better if you will at whatever or they do change their own personal lives or they well, do like uh, look at something and go senator uh, uh bird robert bird mm-hmm. from west virginia familiar yeah. with him oh yeah, I know he was we, a we kkk guy yeah he was yeah. a rec- i mean he was he wasn't in the kkk for very long right. he was only in the kkk i think like only but like he wasn't like a lifelong or wasn't a member from the time he was born right swaddled in fucking kkk robes white it wasn't clan robes yeah but no, he was in. He was, and he was a recruiter. He and he recruited people for the Klan for several years. Right. But then he spent the rest of his political career trying to undo some of the wrongs that he did as being part of the Klan and growing mm-hmm. up in that area. And like, it's all. It's it's like people just they, like people that are, <clears throat> they're like, oh, he was he wasn't he, Robert Byrd was this and he was a racist and he did this. And he was a segregationist. Yeah, he was a part of. He was a segregationist for like five years. Mm-hmm. Out of his forty-five year career, and the next forty years he spent undoing that and undoing injustices, or trying, trying, and trying to, to yeah. trying to undo it, and realizing that he was wrong, mm-hmm. and he grew as a person, and that's amazing. Right. That's why I'm a Robert Byrd fan, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of people that are like me that are on the liberal spectrum. They just fucking they're like, no, nope, they see this. He was a Klan member, and da da da. Like he changed. He grew as a person. Right. I used to treat women like garbage. I grew as a fucking person. Right. Yeah. Like I was angry at women because of what had been done to me. Right? There's and a thing I, too, like people. Of like course, I grew. Nixon may not be a great example for different stuff because of his way he ended his career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, Republican, obviously, and rather Republican. I'm a law and order Republican, which is what we have going on right now. And, right. But he was also. Uh, very pro. He wanted national health care. He was very pro health care. He said, we need to fix this because we're not going to be able to compete. And we, we've got a fucking problem right now yeah. with this whole mess. And he was right, in my opinion. Who knows what it could have been. Or what, Unfortunately, he go. also uh, he also he's the one who started the drug war. 
Like he yes. he he, he yep. started the uh, Controlled Substances Act which because he had the it DEA because of Vietnam War and a bunch of hippies were against him and there are a bunch of dope smoking pot. Hey, we got to get rid yeah. of these dope smoking yeah, fucking like hippies. The dope smoking hippies and then uh, heroin for the blacks. Like that was right. like they they talked about that. Like that's part of the Nixon tape because they had the black Black Panthers and again the hippies. He was he was trying to fix that problem. Yeah, because they were not for they him. They were trying to trying to neutralize it, and he saw that they were gaining. Yep, those ideas were gaining traction. Yep. Uh, yeah, so which is uh, again. I don't so that's know, remember like, when Elvis it, Presley came to. You don't remember you weren't alive. No, I, don't I was. I, I do not remember that. <laughs> I, but he was. He had. He got a. He got a. Uh, he was like fucking deputized. Yes, or some from shit, Richard right? Nixon. So stupid. One so of the Elvis Presley pictures. is like the Kanye West of the seventies <laughs> when he came to this. That's kind of what. See, I just thought of this. It's the similar thing. I can't believe you just said Elvis Presley the was Con- the Kanye West of the 70s. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to fucking pass out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know you don't I, like Elvis Presley's music. Who I, do you like Kanye? Who do you, now, let's talk about that first. Just a moment. I digress. Uh, Kanye West music or Elvis Presley? Every time Presley I think meme? about Kanye West, the first thing I think of is that that meme where somebody put a cowboy hat and a Western shirt on, on, on Kanye West. And it says... Kanye Twitty. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw that, I'm pretty sure I pissed myself laughing. Oh God! Anyway, that uh, was funny. Anyway, so it was no. an, it was anti-drug trying to get rid of the hippies, trying to get rid of the blacks. It's a problem for Nixon. It was a problem for Nixon. You know, he he, he was politically had to figure out a way, or he thought that was we got to deal with this. Well, that's not how you deal with that's not how drug you deal problem with and all that shit. No. We all know that's not no. the way that works. Trillions of dollars, trillions oh, of dollars God. have been spent on a drug war. That is all it's done is. Make private prison uh, companies really, really fucking wealthy. And it turns and out the new a, Vietnam War wasn't a great thing. Yeah, to turns back. out. <laughs> turns out. It was, turns out the French did something before we oh. did and tried to do, it, and they spent like fifteen years trying to do it. Right. And they're like, yeah, we're probably we're gonna pull out, and the French are like, hey, the Americans, they should not go into Vietnam as they smoke. Fuck their, you, smoke and their we're gonna cigarette. go in there. We'll show you how it's done. So we're fucking gonna go in there, you know. And it sucks because you had all these guys. That's why, I, like. I love the, a lot of the music from the late '60s, mid to late '60s, is just so good because it's so it's, it's politically charged, but it's really it, it is reflective of the time because you have a bunch of people who's they're not sending their sons over there to die. Right, they're making these choices of like people like I don't obviously I wasn't alive then, but my mom and dad knew like they like collectively between the two of them probably thirty people that died in fucking Vietnam. They were killed in Vietnam that were their mm. age. My gr- my parents graduated in 1972. We had some people. Right? Also, my father was a was, was flew tankers in Vietnam, yeah. and uh, there were people on the Air Force base that, that he knew. Also, there were there were I don't know, like he had ten, let's say, key friends. But he had like two or three that uh, that didn't that were shot down and didn't never came back. You know, they were killed over there. Um, but so that wasn't the same thing. If you're on the ground, oh my god, in the air, yeah. it's a little bit different group of people. Yeah, for sure, it's a little bit more interesting. Let's say your your chances are better. Of not getting fucked up, but there were people that we knew too that never came back. Right. Um, and um, and I remember the POW or those wristbands too. That was like a a way to. Do you ever see any of those? <clears throat> they were like like a copper or like a, a a half inch wide metal band, and they would sell them, and they would have a P up MIA or POW. Yes, yeah, a specific person's name on yeah. there. Not that somebody that you knew. They just like right. kind of were randomly given it, and you need to remember them. Don't forget them. Right. Just in case, that was very popular. yeah. I remember reading about that. In fact, I think my dad might have one of those. I'm sure. I wouldn't be surprised. It was, it was one of those. Uh, 
it was it was so that nobody ever forgets that person. Right. And just in case like their a, their family dies or their you know whatever they that they that person's not forgotten. And it's I like kind, spreading around the yeah, knowledge. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if the if it raised money to go to fa- I don't remember I, that part I don't remember. But I remember people wearing them a lot. I yeah. remember this during the war. So anyway, like I said, it turns out as we all know it didn't turn out real well. So the hippies and other people might have been right about this. Perhaps, but it was yeah. part, part of the uh, military industrial complex. You know, it, it was it was a money making was a bad gig. Yeah, it was. Know? It was just uh, it was just a lot of poor decisions all around. This and, is not an anti-veteran thing, of course, at all. Those no, motherfuckers. I'm so goddamn pro-veteran. It's not funny. Like, oh, we have our new like, housing thing too. You, I, I just yeah. saw it. I for the first time we went over to Jeremy's place. I yeah. just I've, I've looked for it and went, "Whoa, that's that new development." Right the fuck there. That's it's a cool. nice, nice building. It's I gonna mean, be so, cool. Yeah, I'm really glad that they're it, like, like, it's such a drop in the bucket for like the homeless veteran problem, though. Like, right, uh, it's uh, like one housing complex. But if we're getting excited over this one housing complex in this one little podunk town in northern Arizona, there's a problem. It yes. should that shit should be co- fucking commonplace everywhere. You should, if you served in the military and something bad happens to you later on in your fucking life, I don't care what it is. Should we be should, there to, should be know. some. They should. You should be able to make a phone call and somebody picks your ass up and takes you somewhere that can help you right. with whatever that problem is. Whatever it is your housing, losing, medical yep. care, whatever it is, and, and it should be fucking top notch. But no, it's not like that, and it fucking it's disgusting. It is. It's it it, it fucking it. It's one of those topics that just gets me fucking really pissed off, like real pissed off. And I don't remember I, I, how how where this money came from to, to do this housing project. I. Th- Think it might be some sort of a grant from the VA, something like we, that. We, sh- we should we should we know might do this. some reason. We, we should, should know we this. We should really know this. Yeah. It's nice new homes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to be duplexes, I think, mm-hmm. if I recall. Uh, anyway, that that's um, take and those, care of the veterans. That's the whole point of this thing. And so. those people, remember the people that spoke against it at the uh, at the city council meeting? Oh yeah. Yeah, I was just fucking appalled at how many people were like, "Yeah, well, I don't want multifamily uh, dwellings in in my neighborhood." Well, here that's inviting trash, and I'm like, "These are for fucking veterans, you piece of dog shit." Okay, so here's what happened though. I'm, I know a little bit more, some information of that part. Now the council, the council voted against it initially in that yep. one spot, and people just lost their mind. Yeah, but I know a couple people that are on the city council, and I went, "So what the fuck?" And they they said. Don't even worry about it. There's another. We've we already know because there's another place they want to do it also, and and we they knew that. Yeah. And so okay, we can appease these people, but over here it's the same guy that own the same another yeah. chunk, chunk of property. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they so and I said it's really a shame that that information can't come out more, or because people just look at it. people hold on to negative stuff and they say it because there's yeah. certain people I know that are that are on the council that are not anti-veteran at all and they were never gonna let that go away right so they made sure and they knew that there was another option that was out there that for some reason it was better also it, as it turns out did it turn out it was yeah, a better there, property there's anyway. some something something was gotcha. better about it anyhow i think my thing was is it uh if the fact that they that that there was one guy that said we moved here for these nice views and moved this and da, 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 you're gonna put us a, a multiple a multi-family housing project da, 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 and ruin my view and do this and da, da, da. I just was like if I ever fucking see that guy on the street I will probably absolutely call him a piece of shit because he built he moved here from California built his fucking house out up there uh in that uh canyon was it not canyon shadow I think it's called canyon shadows Walpi shadows Walpi shadows yeah and ruin my fucking view when I'm driving down Andy Devine I look off to the left and now I have to fucking see a bunch of your shitty 
McMansion right. bullshit houses instead of open desert all the way to the wall of pies. Right. So like, I kind of want to fucking say that to that guy. I'm like, right. oh, you want to talk about your ruined view? At least, at least your ruined view is is going to help out a bunch of veterans. You piece of shit. See, this is funny though. We're talking about change and ed- education and all that. We have to realize we all have an impact. You know, I had no yeah. choice of being born. Here we are. I'm eating food. I'm taking dumps. That's all I do. Just eat eating food, food and take. And dump. You need a shirt like one of those edgy hipster shirts that says "Eat food, take dumps." That's all. It, that's it. you need to open up a restaurant that's just called Dumps, <laughs> or it, this like how's the food? Eh, it makes poop. <laughs> it makes. Poop. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like all the rest of the. What do you, what do you mean? Oh, it makes poop. It, it makes poop. It doesn't really matter. Put salt, no salt. Fuck it. It's just gonna make a turd. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, what? that's like one of my favorite retorts is when somebody goes, oh, so how, how, how was your meal? How was your meal at blah, blah, blah restaurant? And if it wasn't very good, I won't, I don't want to talk shit about the restaurant. Right. But I'll be like, yeah, it's going to make a turd. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> oh, God. You want to just cut to the chase. Let's just yeah, it's cut like, right gonna, to it's it. It's going to make a turd. So I there don't it is. care. Um, anyway, uh, what was I? What were we just right before that? Oh my God! Now I've I've lost the. the uh, I was getting all worked up about the veteran complex. Oh, we all we all make an impact. So it's like, oh, you've ruined my view. Let's wind the clock all the way back. Probably the Native Americans probably had something to say about ruining yeah, the view. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and know? then before that, it was like, ah, oh, you know what? The dinosaurs had a really they, nice. They view. had a pretty good view. <laughs> a fucking view of the asteroid. But right. Yeah, I get. I think it, they complained about. It. I think they had HOAs, the dinosaurs. Would you quit shitting over here? <laughs> this is not where we're supposed to be shitting. You fucking T Rex piece of shit, shit. Oh God. <laughs> and that's why they fought each other because they were pooping in the how, wrong place. How much dinosaur shit stunk? I Can don't you know. just fucking imagine? Well, like some of the dinosaurs, like like because they, they, I don't know that. I don't know if there were any omnivore dinosaurs. They either were vegetarians or they only ate meat. And I, all I know is is. Uh, I've smelled a lot of cat shit in my day, and cats fucking cat shit is the worst. There, right. That's one of the only smells that will make me fucking damn near vomit. Right. I can smell like literally. I've smelled rotting flesh on humans. I've smelled carcass out in the middle of fucking nowhere, out baking in the desert sun for days. I've smelled that like I've smelled the inside of a human body. Like when I was like a scrubbed in. To, when I was thinking about being a surgical tech, mm-hmm. none of that bothers me. Fucking cat shit, and cats eat meat. They eat all, they nothing do. but meat. Yeah. You know, they're supposed to eat nothing but meat. And so I just assume dinosaurs fucking shit stinks like bad, <laughs> which is why they need HOAs. What do I- <laughs> <laughs> just to wrap that up. Dino HOA. Dino HOA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have Dr. Ian Malcolm who's like, that is one big pile of shit. That's what all the fighting was about. You see the dinosaurs depicted in big pieces of art where they're fighting each other. They're fighting over that. They're goddamn they're like, it. like <laughs> damn it. What would what okay, what what's a Tyrannosaurus Rex's first name? What would his what, what, what would a male T Rex's first name? Would have be? to be alliteration like Terry the T Rex. Terry the T Rex? Or something like that. Troy. Troy. Troy the T Rex? Yeah. Like, okay, know. Troy. How many times? Troy sounds. Uh, Troy the T Rex sounds like he has two other T Rex friends named Chip and like Bradley. He doesn't go right. by Brad. He goes by Bradley. It's like now you're being anti. Now you're doing it on purpose. Now you're being anti. You're just being a dick and shitting over here. Why did you shit over here? Is like because uh, I don't want to shit in my own backyard. I'm going to shit in your backyard. <laughs> so that's all this is. This is all all the political arguments are about who's going to shit in whose backyard. Yeah, it's like that's where are you allowed is. to shit? It's <laughs> pretty much where where it goes. Oh God, eat food, take dumps. <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn it, Gaines. Oh, my God. Fucking, we go off the rails more than fucking anybody. I swear to God. We're like a fucking... Someone say rails? Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely tell that you're a product of the 80s. Like, oh my you, God. you went to cocaine. I was thinking about fucking trains. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of, have I ever told you that trains freak me out? In what way? They just do. Like, if I'm near a train... they're big and like, heavy, like, and they're, they can't be stopped. It's like a Leviathan. It's like me. <laughs> big and heavy, I can't be stopped. Can't be, here it comes. That reminds me. So, last night, Mike Brown and I were fucking... He, like, he, he, when he gets a little tuned up, he's, he's, he likes to wrestle around and play, and he was like... like, physically, like physically, physically wrestle. Physically wrestle. I'm like, okay. I will fucking put you on your ass if you fucking... Try to grab my nipple again, Michael. And he's like, he's like, fucking. Now it's he, a challenge. He looked me dead ass in the eyes, just went boom and pushed me. And I was like, Mm-mm. but I was in flip flops and I had a bit to drink. Mm-hmm. So I went to like do like a little leg sweep on him. And he's just so fucking strong that I, <laughs> he fucking barely moved his leg. And I just went wham and fucking fell down right in the middle of Blackbridge, like right you on the did? floor. Yes. Last oh, night. You didn't hurt yourself. No, no, I didn't hurt myself. Oh, yeah. I fell flat on my back and I got plenty of fat back there. So I'm good. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, oh, my God, are you all right? And I couldn't stop fucking laughing. Like, one of my sandals just fucking flew and hit, like, it hit the fucking ceiling. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, you stepped on my flip-flop, man. That is not proper combat rules. <laughs> he fucking, he, Justine's like, you boys need to get the fuck out of here. Like, poor fucking Justine just dealing with those rowdy fucking boys. Oh, anyway, yeah. I don't know why I fucking brought that up. I can't remember why I brought that up. Uh, but, <coughs> wrestling, eat poop. Yeah, make know. poop, not eat poop. Yeah, cat eat, poop. That's cat what we poop. call. Start. We're talking about cat poop. It went and, off the rails. We were talking yeah. about veterans, and we're just fucking how to get from veterans proper housing and taking care of our vets. And dino to dino H-O. HOAs. <laughs> dino shit. I think. I think my brain is petered out. Has it? Are you done? Are we done? Yeah, now? I think we're done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, y'all uh, have a nice cooler week. Because it's now in the middle of the. Week. By the time you hear this, yes. it will be our high will be ninety one degrees. But we're about to step wait. out of the studio and we're about to get hit with a wall of fucking lava. I, I'm telling you, I I might crap myself if it's too fucking hot. Like it just gets to a point where I just like I'm letting loose. I'm done. Yeah, it's too hot. Just gonna let go. Like what? What's that called when you? Uh, I don't know. Like there's some kind of a drug that just makes you just poop. Like. It's just like like a, like a like a some kind of an oil, some kind of a uh, oil like castor oil. Yeah, is that what? Well, it is? castor oil will make you shit your goddamn brains out, but nothing compared to. Uh, uh, oh my god, we it, the brand is called Go Lightly, which is nothing. <laughs> it, I shit you not. That's what it's called. Shit you not. <laughs> that would be not a good. I shit you. That would be a good name for not. one of those products. Yeah, I shit you not. Yes, you'll shit yeah. your pants. That's yeah. what it should yes, be called. Yes, you'll shit your pants. <laughs> Years ago, with proper I, like with a comma, like yeah, pop, yes, proper comma, you will shit, you will shit your pants. Yes, like in, comma, you will shit your pants. Uh, several years ago, I've been getting colonoscopy since I was like twenty four, twenty five. Because my, you like it, I do kind of like it. No, yeah. I can't like it. I'm fucking. I'm yeah. I'm the I'm the guy who doesn't get sedated for his colonoscopies because I like it. Yeah, because I have like sixteen feet of tubing up my poop chute. Mm-hmm. No, anyway. No, my grandfather, uh, you know, was riddled with colon cancer. Like he had colon cancer, just went unchecked, and I'm still bummed about, about fucking what's his Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick, well, he, that's yeah. what he died from. I know. It's anyway, fucking it's, awful. It sucks. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, so because of that, and my dad had found polyps when he was younger, and all that. I'm just like, I'm not going to fuck around. I'm going to colonoscopy every year. I have health insurance that pays for it because I have a family history of it. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm used to taking this stuff and the go lightly. I can't I'm trying to remember uh, mag mag sulfate, magnesium sulfate. That's mm. and you can buy that at Walmart. I'm not endorsing this product <laughs> and I'm not saying that you should do this. You just buy it and have a but you can buy it and just have a shit party. Clear your calendar. It'll like, clear, clear your clear calendar. Your day. Fucking if you really need to fit into if you really need to fit into that wedding dress, ladies, this is how you do it. <laughs> no, uh, you the, the prescription level shit it, it comes in a jug that you're supposed to mix with a gallon of water and you drink that over the course of i think like three hours mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh i'm used to this stuff so like i i know like i have like i know how long it takes for it to get out of my system when i'm going to be completely empty and devoid of how anything how close do you need to be to a toilet i'm getting to that point okay i'm gonna you're gonna love this all right so a friend of mine you know him mm -hmm. he has flown in your plane but i don't want to say his name because he's probably fucking embarrassed by it got it was having some issues and, and he was gonna get a, a, a colonoscopy and mm -hmm. he was probably like 20, 20, 28 or something like that. And uh, had never, he goes, so this is gonna make me shit, right? And I'm like, no, man, like you, it's not gonna make you shit. It's gonna make you shit with a capital S and it's gonna be more than you've ever shit in your entire life. It's you, I, so I told him like, before you start this journey, first off, you may, because he, he he got the stuff on like a Tuesday and his colonoscopy wasn't until Thursday or Thursday or Friday. So I said, over the next two days, you should not eat any meat and don't eat anything that isn't like high, high fiber. Keep your protein count down, all that stuff, because the less that you have in your gut to shit out, the more, the better of a time you're going to have. And he's like, man, you're really intense about this. I'm like, dude, I don't think you understand. So then he's like, yeah, it's cool. I'll just lay in my bed and. You know, I'll just lay in bed and watch TV. I'm like, first off, don't lay in bed. Yeah. It's, and uh, he's yeah. like, why not? I'm, my bathroom's right there. I'm like, first off, that's that's like five feet too far away from your bathroom. <laughs> and he's like, Jesus Christ, really? And I'm like, yeah. And you're going to get to a point where you're going to strain just a little bit, just a little bit using your abs to get out of bed. And, and you're going to start. You're literally going to shit the fire bed. out of like a rail gun. <clears throat> it, it's yeah. It's like <laughs> it's fucking nuts. <laughs> And he's like, oh, it can't be that fucking bad. Like, yeah, right, it can. Go ahead. It can. You're going to shit your bed. Go You're ahead, scooter. Yeah, go ahead. Fucking, I have more experience at this than you. Mm. And <laughs> the funny thing is, both of us, our favorite Disney movie is, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Sword in the Stone. Oh. Okay. okay. Light. So do you remember, remember Sword in the Stone? A little obscure for, a, you know. I know. Uh, it, see, and I try, people are like, oh, Sword in the Stone. I've never even heard of that. And I'm like, Really? Fuck you, people. Anyway, blow mm. me to Bermuda. Merlin, go, he gets all pissed off at like all the other characters in Camelot. And he's like, fine, blow me to Bermuda. And then he just fucking disappears. He just like shoots up in the sky. Nobody knows what Bermuda is, but he's like, he, and right. he, he, he just leaves. So I told my friend and I was like, I have to go to work tonight, but I want you to like, I want to keep tabs on you. Make sure you're doing okay. Just make sure you drink plenty of water because you're going to get really, really dehydrated. And I said, we need a code word. I want you to uh, text me, blow me to Bermuda every time you shit. <laughs> and he's like, that's fucking hilarious. So it was, I, I'm working nights. I saw, he started drinking that stuff at like probably three o'clock in the afternoon because mm -hmm. he had a scope the next day. And he, before I left for work at six, he was already had been in the bathroom like twice. So about two o'clock in the morning, he's like, I'm going to try and lay down and go to sleep because I'm exhausted, but I'm afraid I'm going to shit my bed. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you didn't pay attention to any of the advice I fucking gave you at all. 
Right. So, I mean, you might want to lay like a towel down or something underneath you. And he did. And then I get like a like quarter after three in the morning or something. It was like three, three, three fifteen in the morning. And he's like, blow me to Bermuda with a frowny face emoji. <laughs> and I'm like, you still have poop. It's like, it's been eight hours. So at that point, it probably isn't really poop. He said that there was still, because you have to go until the folks, this is gross until it's all. If you're still, if you're still with us, we were, this is great, but this is real shit. Cause there's a public. <laughs> yeah. There's a public service announcement. Uh, you, there's, it loosens up chunks of things that have probably been in there for a while. Yeah. Like, so you're the last four or five times that you go, like the last say couple hours or so that, uh, that, that, you know, that you're shitting mm-hmm. is, uh, like a chunk of fucking sweet corn you had. You're like, Oh, look, a matchbox car. Yeah. Look at that. Holy shit. I can't fucking believe it. I've been looking for that matchbox car for 35 years. And then you go to eBay real quick to see at that point to see how oh, much it's God. worth right now. Wouldn't it be funny if it was like Kopi Luat coffee? Like it just because it, because <laughs> it's been passed, it's been passed through a digestive system that it's just worth a shit ton more. It's more valuable so, than the, than the cat coffee. It's a human yeah. fucking, Oh my God. <laughs> That's a specialty shop right there. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen what Kopi Luwak coffee looks like when it comes yes. out of the animal? Yeah, it's a, it like, looks like a fucking a black. Uh, is it Baby Ruth or Payday? It's like a Payday a tube of circus peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's black. It reminds me of that fucking disabled kid we saw on the fucking the commercial, oh, the Shriners. So the Shriners. I'm going straight to hell. And you, so you look at it like, holy shit, it's Patton Oswalt. <laughs> and that kid looked just like Patton Oswalt, except Patton Oswalt isn't. I'm so you know, sorry. I apologize. He's not a Shriners kid. It's, no, it's, dude, it's, don't apologize for that. Oh, you God. made an observation. You didn't say anything bad about it. You didn't no, I didn't. That Most of those kids on that commercial, that commercial's been around for 10 years. Most of those kids are dead. Like, right. I guarantee are they that really? most are, Yeah, probably. Hmm. We should contact Pat and Oswald and say, hey, look at this. We found hey, your- hey, did you ever notice that you look like this kid? And he's like, uh, that's my son. And fuck you. <laughs> okay, oh let's get out of here. These Fine. people have had enough. You have a good week. Bye. Thank you.